Welcome to the Bad Cody Funky Preview Podcast, Bethesda Edition. Oh yeah, so this week, guys, just for everyone's uh, knowledge, in case you've been living under a fucking rock, um, it's E3, and kicking off E3 has been Bethesda, uh, and I'm not going to lie, I, I, I know Dave felt the same way, um, I wasn't really too, too excited in all honesty, like I knew Fallout 4 was going to be talked about, um, but they didn't pull any punches uh, today, so... No, sir, they did kinda, not. Some things to kind of go over really quickly is they did talk about Battlecry a little bit, which to me looks a bit like uh, Team Fortress 2 meets Blade Symphony. And it definitely <laughs> has a comic booky feel to it. Uh, you can sign up for the open beta, I think it's before tomorrow or the next couple of days, and you'll get first priority, they say. Um, they also uh, briefly talked about some uh, Elder Scrolls Online. Uh, it looked like more expansions to me. I'm not really. I haven't really played Elder Scrolls Online since it came out, so uh, I'd be interested to see what's coming up through there. Uh, also, Dishonored Two coming next gen. Huge deal for me personally. I love Dishonored One. It was it was uh, like a very Bioshocky feel with more stealth elements and where your decisions really really mattered. And um, this one we have a new hero. Her name is Emily Caldwin, and you could also play as Corvo as well. They say in it, uh, and it definitely had a I guess I would call it a Hogwarts style rearranging. Uh, levels for for one of the buildings. I don't know if that's going to be a continuous thing in the game. I hope it is because that would make for some crazy fucking gameplay. And um, also, real quick, Definitive uh, Dishonored Edition per our HD remake uh, gaming lifestyle is coming this fall. If you guys haven't gotten a chance to play Dishonored and you got rid of your 360 or PS3 and don't have a PC that can run it, pick it up this fall for your xbox one or playstation 4 it's a fantastic game i love it um but guys something i really kind of want to talk to you about is elder scrolls legends for a minute or two is it just me or just is, is everyone kind of jumping on this bandwagon yeah what it, do you mean it's it's pretty much uh elder scrolls uh bethesda hearthstone <laughs> yeah, what it looks like. I mean, uh, for for some reason that these these uh, card games have become really really popular as of late. I wonder if it's because like the younger generation don't want to actually play with cards, but they still find it very interesting. Like we used to as kids. I know I used to play cards a lot with like my family members, cousins, friends, things like that. But oh, yeah. um, now that we have graphics and video games, you know, uh, Blizzard <laughs> Blizzard has capitalized with uh, the very very popular Hearthstone. So they, uh, but Bethesda didn't um, reveal any gameplay, but I expect it to look like that, like a generalized board with uh, some scenes from around Tamriel or Fallout with uh, all the characters and cards from uh, each, each character from Fallout. And well, I don't, I don't think, it, I don't think it would be Fallout yet. I mean, it's, it's Elder Scrolls straight up. Um, but I think, I think it's going to be a mixture of Magic: The Gathering and Hearthstone for sure. Um, we'll just see how much, I hope that it's not like a direct kind of rip off and it, it do something interesting and different with it. But the fact that they didn't show us a lot and they didn't really cover that much doesn't really, uh, yeah, just, leave just, me with the warm and fuzzies. You know what I mean? Yeah. I wonder, I wonder how it's going to look. I mean, I really hope it's not like Hearthstone, but for some reason I think it might like, just like how, uh, all the other parts of the gaming industry are capitalizing on MOBAs. 
uh, like you know, there's there's Dota, there's League of Legends, lol, and um, and uh, Blizzard came out with uh, Heroes of the Storm, which looks just like the rest of them. So I'm <laughs> I'm betting that it's gonna like this one's gonna look like Hearthstone. Remember in uh, semi-related Back to the Future when Marty shows him how to play the arcade shooter, and like you gotta use your hands as like a baby's toy. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's gonna be like that with card games. Oh, you actually have to shuffle it. Oh, that's what babies do. That's gross. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like for me, there there always be uh, there will always be room for card games and their virtual components. Mainly because for me, like I just got into Magic a couple years ago, and I always put it off because I I couldn't teach myself how to play. The instruction booklet is way too thick, and I don't have the patience for that. <laughs> With a virtual version of that game, I can't cheat. I can't break the rules. It has a tutorial built in. It shows me. It's like the training wheels. It shows me the basics of how to play and strategy and uh, what you should be thinking when you're making a deck that's, you know, exalted black and white versus just being like, here's a starter pack. Have fun. Um, I just think that it's, it's there's going to be an oversaturation of it as there already pretty much is. We already have Magic the Gathering. Yu-Gi-Oh! has been having digital format for a while. Um, I think Pokemon it has one as well, if I'm not mistaken. And now Hearthstone Elder Scrolls. I don't know. Like nothing will ever take up the feeling of opening up a booster pack and kicking the shit out of the thirteen-year-olds at the local comic book shop. That's just that's just me. You know that few things make me feel more like a man than beating up a child. Yeah, and, and I mean, like people say that about books too. I mean, it, it's just the way things are going. A lot of people prefer to open up, crack open a book, have that smell, fold the pages, save your progress that way. Uh, and some people don't. Some people just like having it all uh, available at your fingertip at any point and just having it through your phone or tablet. Um, so move, moving right along to, to what was one of the larger and actually the first real thing they talked about during the conference was the new doom. Yeah. Revamp sexy. Doom. Oh my oh, God. Yeah. I, I love that. They're calling it doom. Not like doom, the awakening again or something like that. It's like, Hey, we're pretty much redoing Doom, guys. Here it is. We're just calling well, it Doom. What what I love about it too is the sound effects were exactly what I remember. The doors opening. Yeah, you know, I heard yeah. that. I was like, that door. That's like summers when I was like in what was it, middle school? Um, I don't even remember when we I was. were kids. We were, we were at yeah. least honestly like eleven or twelve around yeah, like there mid- when that came middle out. Middle school there, and you open up the door. You press E to open that door, and then it makes that sound, and it's just like brings it back. You know? For me, for me, it was the double barrel shotgun. As soon as he pulled that shit out, that and the, and the chainsaw, I felt oh, yeah, the shit. Chainsaw. I was like, "Oh my god, it's my childhood all over again." All I need is like vice crispy treats, and I'll be I'll be in there. You know, yeah. just like, oh god. Oh, and the helmet too in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. And at first, it looked like they're trying to revamp it a little bit to look like Master Chief. Did you? Yeah, guys get that I, I definitely got the Master Chief feeling because uh, I forget which Halo it was, but there was one where he donned the helmet and everything, and I was like, "Huh, interesting." And then you put it on, and then all of a sudden, it's Metroid Samus Aran's uh, yeah. helmet look, and I was like, oh, "Okay, is it going to stay like this?" And then it, you know, like blurred out and went to uh, full screen. But yeah. uh, I, I like the combat. It looks quick, as we're all used to mm-hmm. to Doom, because we're all. Um, uh, I, I, I love Doom. I loved how fast it was. I loved all the weapons. And uh, they, they tried to revamp it a couple of years ago, and it, it wasn't like this. I mean, this looks like it's going to blow that modern version out of the water. Although, yeah. Doom Doom 3 did have its its scary perks in the beginning. Like, that game kind of gave me um, 
did give me nightmares, nightmares here and there just because the first few levels, you don't have a gun, you have a flashlight. And basically, you're holding a flashlight, you know, military personnel do, kind of like a baton. And whenever you would use it as to do an attack, but when you attack, you would actually lose sight of your enemy for like two seconds when you're hitting with the flashlight. So Doom 3 did have its its cool perks about it, but this feels like it's it's Doom. Like the Doom we all grew up mm-hmm. playing, like on the PC or mm. for me, Sega Genesis, which was like the worst Doom to play because, not because it was bad, but because the enemies didn't have like a turn animation. So you never saw the back of the enemies or the side. They're always facing you no matter where you ran. So you're always getting shot. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just different, different game type. Doom 3 was trying to be more survival horror, trying to capitalize on that. Um, you know, that whole dead space, just kind of yeah. survive and go <laughs> yeah. through it. Where this is more akin to, I would say, bullet storm. Uh, more balls to the wall, just like kill, kill, kill as fast as you can. Switch your gun out of ammo. It's not the gun you like. Who cares? Go to the next one. Just go. It's, just it's gun porn, basically. Yeah, that's what it feels like. Um, mm. Something that they're kind of doing this interesting that I noticed, I don't know if you guys caught on to this, is there's no automatic health regen a la Call of Duty. You're right. Yeah, they were, they were saying in the post-show uh, that there's no health regen. You have to kill enemies and they drop health, so you have to keep yep. moving forward in the game. Which is amazing because there's too many modern games have this crutch of, oh, you have waypoints, oh, you have health regen, so you'll be fine. You're, you're a good little baby. Mommy up. Mommy up time. But uh, this is Doom. This is yeah, Doom. I, mean, I, I, it's, I, it's I can't smooth. wait to see that the community's reaction or people are like, oh, this is BS. You can't. You know, like regen health, but Call of Duty can do that. Well, little baby, go back to Call of Duty. Yeah, yeah, go play your stupid Call of Duty then. Um, yeah, I love that you can build. You want to live, you move. I love that you can like build maps. Like that, that is like fucking amazing. You can build a map in this. It's not just building maps. They uh, they call it snap map, but it's also it looks like it's make your own game type as well. So you could do uh, PvP, PVE, maybe a combination of PVE and PvP. I would love to literally just build this level and have it be every man for himself and introduce the hordes into it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, if anybody's ever played uh, the the Halo games where you can create your own map, it's kind of like that, but it looks a bit more extensive, kind of like the old school StarCraft where you can uh, think of scenarios, draw them up, and it also looks kind of like a Sims kind of um, development where you can snap rooms together and uh, doors, you can set waypoints, you can set certain things in environments like uh, flames coming out of the walls for for chokeholds and things like that. It looks really, really extensive. Have you guys ever played uh, Time Splitters for PS2? Yep. Yep. There's like, I think for one or two, there was like a map building, uh, a map map building like function also. And Mm -hmm. my buddy Mike built what we called like the hall where basically you start off on one end of the hall and you have to run up to like get your guns and ammunition to then basically defend yourself from the like bots are coming down the hall. So basically all this is you're running up like SWAT team style, like up a hallway mm-hmm. to get to the main room to capture a flag. And that's all you have to do is just get in there and capture a flag and you win the game mm-hmm. that, that he created. But you just have, to, but you can't because waves of enemies keep on spawning in that room and they're running down the hall fully armored and fully ready to go. So it's like, just like, it it took us it took after you created it, it took us three hours to beat and I said the first thing I thought of was like, holy crap, we can build the hall again. We can make the hall in Doom and just have waves and waves of demons coming after us and see if we can beat it like in three hours. Holy shit! It's like, oh my god! Like the stuff that you'll be able to do with this game and just moments you can live and relive are going to be phenomenal. I can't wait. Like I seriously can't wait. <laughs> all 
I wonder how large the maps you can make are going to be because if they're like huge, uh, I'm making Hunger Games, and <laughs> it's be Hunger Games from hell. Yes, and and you're all fucking invited. Oh my god. Um, and also something that they they did, which is interesting, which I didn't, I haven't seen in the previous ones, um, were the melee finishers. Yeah, which was really fucking cool. Just like straight out of Mortal Kombat, like just like, yes. Have a monster's jaw, like both sides, rip it open, Godzilla style. Uh, you know, grab a dude's heart, rip it out of its chest. Let's just going and going, and it really does add to the whole um, the fluid and the motion, and just the fact that if you want to live, you got to kill, and if you're out of bullets, hey, rip the heart out of the chest. And the, the one that really got me was when uh, <laughs> it's definitely Mortal Kombat style. Is when uh, he, <laughs> you as a player, uh, meleeed and uh, you you were ripping a monster in half. You took the arm of the monster and you made it smash its own face apart. It was amazing. Yeah. It's like oh, pow, rip. Oh, why are you punching yourself? And why are you? <laughs> now the one thing I did notice, like I don't know if it was me or just my connection. Like I'm being serious. Is like when you were doing the um, when he was going like second through the weapons, which one the chosen? Like time freeze for a second. Yep. Yeah, well, it slows it, down, master so, style. So they do. They are having PvP. Do you think that'll be the? Same? I, I doubt it, but you think they'll be able to do that in PvP also, or like whatever gun no. you have? No, that's it, it. You got it. it. It'll be so. What they did in Mass Effect Three is they still had that wheel, but it didn't slow down time at all. So you would just have to go, go, go. Yeah, uh, okay. And you just have to know exactly what position you put the gun at, or the guns are are located to yeah. go mm-hmm. through that. Yeah, hotkey. Yeah, it's PvP. It's not going to slow down time for you to choose your weapon. That's that's yeah. that's not a thing that'll happen. Yeah, I mean, some games have kind of done that, but it's been to an effect like like uh, time shift did that, but it was you know you slow down your enemy. It's it's uh, Red Dead Redemption did that as well. Oh uh, yeah, in the multiplayer. Uh, but again, that was like you know, I don't even know how they made that work. I forget. It's been such a long time since I played that. Um, but yeah, snap map looks great. The chainsaw they brought that back it was awesome. Um, ended and with the BFG, yeah, the BFG nine thousand. Um, real quick, multiplayer, not snap map, but multiplayer. Is it just me? Or did it look kind of like tacked on? Yeah, it, it, it kind of looked like a bit of an afterthought, like uh, yeah. a, a bit like Unreal Tournament, but it looks like it's not polished yet. But then again, these are the, the early uh, videos that are being shown of it. Yeah, I so mean, for me, when I was when I was watching it, and this is supposed to be a big thing that makes it makes it as hyped as it possibly can. Um, so when I look at something during these events and I say meh, it's not really that that good of a sign. But it it felt to me like uh, Bioshock 2's multiplayer. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! You're going uh, just, there. Just looking at it. Just looking at it, and I, I hope to God I'm wrong. But um, it just seemed like a super afterthought, being like, "Hey, you know what people want to do? They want to kill each other in Rapture. Yeah, bring all the buddies and everything, and then and then let them play as a big daddy. And then it's just like it's just this clusterfuck." <laughs> I I wonder um, if one of those things where they had a team working on the main story because it's probably pretty extensive, and then another team uh, or maybe another studio was working on multiplayer because if they've done that, that's exactly what happened. Yeah, they've done it with with like uh, with um, some Call of Duty games. Uh, they've done yep. it with uh, with with uh, Battlefield games even, where there's a studio that does the multiplayer and the studio that does the main story so I, I think that's why it, it was a bit jarring for me too as well like i wasn't that interested and and i should be you know but it kind of mm. looked like a, a, an unreal tournament copy yeah and I, I guess it all depends on um how solid the, the gunplay is right like everyone knows um like destiny 
and Call of Duty, especially hate Call of Duty and hate to admit it, uh, they have aiming down your sights and shooting down. Like, that's how it feels. That's great. And even going back to games that I love, like Borderlands, uh, after playing Destiny, it's not quite refined as, as Bungie has done it or even the other guys. Um, so we'll have to see how aiming feels, you know, on a not just a mouse and keyboard, but on a controller. That's going to really make or break this game because if you, the whole point of the game is to move fast, move quick, and be accurate, and make snap decisions. The controls have to reflect that. Oh yeah. So we'll see if they've got that down. I hope they do. They should. You know, they're ID, they're Bethesda. No excuses. You know, they know what they're doing. <laughs> um, which brings us to the highlight of the whole event. Which they almost they 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 fucked with us a little bit. They're like, okay, that's a show. I hope everyone had fun. We're out of here, and the crowd actually started to boo until they're like, oh yeah, I guess I guess there's I guess there's a game we forgot about, isn't there? Uh, and they showed the trailer to, or they showed started some Fallout stuff. Yeah, I was like, uh-huh. don't do that. We all know why we're here. Don't do that. <laughs> hey guys, oh that's all our presentation. Yuck yuck. We've got oh we got another game. People are like Fallout, Fallout. Oh yeah, there's that other game. Don't do that, please. Don't. <laughs> That's it's really corny. It's really campy. I know you're trying to, you know, like the hype train is already there. You don't yeah. need to do that. I think that was more so for them than for us. You know, oh, yeah, it, absolutely. Yeah, it was like you know, like the the, the rock concert. Well, thank everybody. Good night. Now, core, you guys want more? You <laughs> you want more? Yeah. Okay, great. It's more for them. So but... you see, for me, I, <laughs> I I would akin it more to um, the third date. You paid for dinner. It's the end of the night drinks you're all done you're both a little you know a little ready to go and then she's dangling her keys acting like oh i'm just gonna go upstairs now it's like it's the third date this scenario afterwards you know why i'm here i know why you're here why are you dangling your keys we're going you upstairs that, you do that on the third date well you got to be a little bit respectful and you got to make sure they're clean <laughs> that second point that second point god <laughs> Yeah, that's that's the most important part. Um, Maybe that's why I never make Pat the first date. Oh. You have a girlfriend. Well, yeah. Anyway, anyways, no, Fallout no, it, we, it it works. <laughs> Fallout Four. Um, apparently, they started development in two thousand nine, which means they've been working on this game for quite some fucking time, um, and they really emphasize an attention to detail. So every single one of those blinking lights you see, all the bells and whistles, the levers, all the all that shit. Apparently, a lot of thought went into it. It looks like because so, they they showed all of that concept art for all the panels. Yeah, so coming I, from, I was, um, I was so surprised that they did that. You know, like yeah. uh, all the lights on the consoles and uh, like the, the the landscapes, characters. I was like, holy shit! You don't normally get that until further down the line. Like maybe so some game companies do that as like a special edition, but they're like, no, look, we here's our you know concept art for stuff and things, and I really enjoyed seeing that. So coming from the perspective of myself, someone who never played the other, um, the previous Fallout games, from what you guys saw in the preview of what they talked about, what did they fix and what did they add that was just amazing that people have been like people who play the games have been waiting for? So for me, it looks like there's um, a lot more of uh, it seems more of the same, but not in a bad way. Um, and they definitely refined a lot of stuff. So for me, like the new character customization looked really cool and it actually looks like uh kind of what the sims 4 does so there's no sliders or anything you just pull the nose and you pull it out until you like it and then you leave it and then the same thing with the eyes and you know the cheeks and your jawline and all that stuff 
Um, and it apparently is also the same system that generates uh, the NPCs for the world, which is really cool. So your character isn't going to stand out looking like the best look, you know, the visually best looking thing. Because the NPCs are using the same format. And that always drove me nuts in some games. Like you play <laughs> Halo and all the NPCs look the same. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's really tough to tell them apart versus um, any, and Red Dead, actually Rockstar uh, GTA did that too. Like, you know, your guys look very standout and then just that person walking down the street is very generic looking. <laughs> and, and I like that the first character they created was, was a black character because as someone who's brown, like whenever you tried to make someone who looked like yourself in, in one of those games, you couldn't really, you can make like an orange person. And, uh, and one of my friends who's Asian was just like, oh yeah, their Asian customization isn't that best either, but you can make the hell out of a white guy. So I love that the first real, I mean, they're like, oh, look, here, you know, you can create a character by pulling on the nose with the cheeks and everything and then they change the skin color and before they switched off to show you can do a female character they made a black guy and i was like oh look at that look they they listen to fans i'm pretty sure a ton of people like you know by bitch to moan about that and then they switched to a female character oh you can play a female character too so no more racially really... ambiguous characters yeah, yeah pretty much and uh hopefully for for me the the combat system improves because fallout uh as a storytelling series as an exploration series is great like i love mm. fallout uh, fallout 3 for the exploration going into all the different vaults uh you know f finding all these different um fit, like materials that i can use and, and just following through with the story side quests like i love bethesda for all of their quests like the main quest is, is really good but like there's so many interesting little tales in each one of their worlds like um a little sidebar i'm playing uh elder scrolls online uh, uh tamriel unlimited on the playstation 4 and uh the, the main storyline is great but then you run into all these smaller little stories and it's it's amazing what these characters go through, uh, the voice acting behind it, and the believability of uh, you know the immersion inside of this game. Mm -hmm. So in Fallout, uh, hopefully, you know, I mean, that's never lacking. That's never lacking for me. So what was lacking for me was the combat system. So hopefully they've improved that, which they showed a couple different things. You know, looks like uh, you, you can snap uh, uh, ADS uh, aiming down sight faster. Uh, I saw that in the, I caught that in the trailer. Um, you have a multitude of weapons. And uh, they they wowed me with uh, different kinds of weapons that you can create yourself because uh, you can do mm. it before. But now if you have a, a you know, regular laser, a laser pistol you can turn it into a laser sniper rifle you know a laser shotgun like pretty much uh, an auto repeater and it's all from the scraps and everything you find in this world because if you ever played a bethesda game everyone knows you can pretty much pick up any and everything in their world i mean you, you can steal items in the elder scrolls I mean, you can do it in fallout too but you know you can pick up a bottle cap you can pick up <laughs> yeah. you can pick up a lock pick the tiniest little things you can pick up and in the last game fallout 3 uh there's some stuff you can do with it but in this game they're like you can pretty much create a ton of stuff by just picking up any and everything and and well, that's where and, and they made it even more useful too like now like before in the old fallout games and you and you know even in um, um skyrim you could just pick up a can pick up pick up a glass and it doesn't do anything really <laughs> yeah. and and the and you just you just like walk around you're like i'm gonna be rich and you have like a bag full of just like random shit and you get like 10 gold from the guy um but in this <laughs> they're like you, you could break it down to be useful so if you pick up like like a metal plank 
you can break that down and use that to build things. If you pick up a glass, you can break it down to build things. So nothing is really useless anymore. Everything's worth investigating and picking up. So is it safe to say that in the past games you couldn't like uh, customize the power armor, or could you? I don't remember. I I, I, I don't I, think I wasn't so. a power armor guy. Like I didn't really use power armor. I just like in Fallout Three, I got my duster and my my fucking sheriff's hat from from uh, Megaton, mm-hmm. and I just walked around being a gunslinger with with a pistol. <laughs> That's how I rolled. Um, yeah, I th- think with power armor, I think you can only pick up the different types. Like uh, if you fought the, uh, if you yeah, fought the, right. the, the Brotherhood, like you can uh, you can fight them, kill them, and you can take their armor. Yeah, I remember in Fallout Three, just like getting different types of uh, power armor, not customizing it. So when they showed that, the crowd went crazy, and I went crazy. Too. I was like, oh, you can customize the power armor as well. Yeah, you can customize just about it. You can you can even customize your wife if you wanted. <laughs> Pretty much. Which is just like that's ridiculous. Wife doesn't look the way you like. Well, just change her. <laughs> I'm putting that's a mohawk so in my up. power armor. Yeah, um, something something that's really cool too is uh, they they mentioned it briefly is when you customize your guy, you customize your wife. The baby will change accordingly, which is interesting. And I wonder they made a point to say that. Yeah, so I wonder if that's going to be something that comes up later. Because he they said did you're, say that you're the in, sole survivor, though. Right, but I mean, he said he's not going to give away any of the 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 story either. Oh, but, um, he, yeah. It's two hundred two hundred years later. Right, he said that you you yeah. wake, you, you go in the vault, you wake up, that's it. It's your but your robot butler, and it's two hundred years later. We don't know what happened if he went into like a, a sleep or whatever. Or if you just got frozen, Captain America style, we don't know. Yeah, no. because yeah, because in the past came in the vault, like you uh, you created your character and stuff, but you're already in the vault. This right. one uh, in Fallout Four, you start off outside of the vault. I love that yeah. concept. The world before everything just goes to absolute dude. And yeah, uh, yeah dude, uh, just seeing the world all pr- like you know pristine and everything. The guy coming to oh yeah, we're you know part of the vault system. We're part of a vault tech, and you know like here's your way to survive. What's going to happen? The nuclear fallout. But yeah, I wonder how how are you going to survive like two hundred years? Yeah, later? I don't know. I, or it's a big it's a big uh, twist at the end. You're a clone of the original or something. Oh no! Yeah, I'm gone. You're a clone or a robot. It's one of those two. <laughs> um, something else is cool. They recorded. What they say, a thousand most popular names for people to address you by, mm-hmm. um, which is interesting. And I guess if that's built into the system, they can keep on adding more and more as time goes on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know they don't really like following the whole typical. Uh, I don't know. They follow the typical DLC format, but the guy uh, who's presenting it, what's his name, Sergio? Uh, I'm sorry. The guy who's presenting uh, Fallout. Oh, damn it. I forget. Like, yeah, whatever his name is. I can't remember his name right now. Um, he seemed to have a little chip on his shoulder about that whole, you know, like, you know, iOS, you know, app, extra money, second screen experience, stuff like that, which is really fucking cool. Um, I wonder if they're going to be like, oh, you want another thousand names? That'll be a dollar, please. <laughs> <laughs> I can easily see that. Um, and what I really like, and this is something that I've always had trouble with on Bethesda games is um, listening to someone talking when I can just walk around. 
like when I'm in Skyrim and I go to Hogwarts and they're talking to me and they're like, oh, you're a wizard. You want to be a wizard. You want to be a sorcerer. You want to do this. I'm literally being like, yeah, yeah, it's cool. I'm reading their books. I'm taking their bread. I'm, you know, I'm just <laughs> like filling my pockets and I look at them and I don't know what the fuck they said. In Fallout 4, it looks like that you can kind of change it to more of a what I'll call L.A. Noir style of yeah. listening to cutscenes, which I really like because, hey, it res- I mean, you, you can get in and out of it, they said, but it restricts me to watch and it makes it a more dynamic camera angle, which makes me want to watch uh, instead of walking around and, and stealing bottle caps. <laughs> or, or like in Skyrim, uh, there, there were there were things on Reddit where people would just like steal cheese and just fill their houses with cheese. Oh, yeah. I, re- remember, seeing, I remember seeing this one thing where, where like uh, this guy just made <laughs> bought a house. He he stole cheese from all over uh, Skyrim and he would he would carefully arrange them. So like there'd be cheese on his bookcases, there'd be cheese on tables, okay. uh, che- the cheese on his bed. And like it was all neatly stacked up, not just like thrown in there. It was it was amazing. I wonder how just easy like it's going to be to like pick up and move a body and fall out for. Because like I would so like decorate my house at like the bodies of my fallen foes, like sitting around like a dinner table and whatnot, all chilling like Texas Chainsaw Massacre style. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if you can move bodies and fall out. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. I can't remember. Uh, I, mean, I, I know in um, I want to say yeah, in Dishonored you could. Yeah, that was just, a whole point of it. You could, yeah. Oh, uh, and, oh, and I still the, want to decorate uh, my house with bodies. <laughs> Yeah, and the, uh, the 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 game producer and the head guy, uh, his name is uh, Todd Howard. Yep, that's it, Howard. Todd, Todd Howard. Todd Howard. I, I keep forgetting because it's such a normal name, Todd Howard. Yeah, but dude, he's the man. Cause, he's I mean, awesome. Because I mean, everybody remembers, uh, you know, Greg Krasinski. Everybody knows that name. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, but anyways, uh, something you know, everyone knows the dog Poppy. It's a Poppy. Uh, you can actually control him with commands now. His name is Dogmeat. His name's not dog meat. His name's totally That's not dog official. Meat. That's it's, not official. His name's totally dog meat. That's not canon. I think it was. Uh, <laughs> I, I believe I saw it on the uh, on the Twitter on the Bethesda Twitter. Dog meat. That's where I got. That's it. what everyone's kind of calling him. And you remember on the pre-show, Morgan Webb was kind of like, "It's not really dog meat. It's just." And even in the game, it just said dog. Hmm. He watched carefully as an acted. His name's dog uh, meat. His name's not. <laughs> 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 uh, the collector's edition. Looks fucking awesome. Like, I want that. I want to put my phone in that and wear it all the time. Oh, my God. Will and, allow me, but... uh, dude, in the Clutchers Edition, you can get a Pip-Boy, a uh, fully yeah, functioning yeah, yeah. Pip-Boy that you can put your, your mobile device in, your, your iOS or Android device, and uh, you download an app, and you can have an actual working, functioning Pip-Boy. It's amazing. Yeah. Like, I'm so getting good. that. I'm getting that. That's probably two three hundred dollar version. They Easy. Can, they can charge like five hundred, and everybody would buy it. Like I'm, I'm gonna. Yeah. Get it. Yeah. It's so good. Um. So they have that. I wonder if any of the and they also said the second screen experience and all that stuff. Uh, and there's also the mini games that are built into the Pit Boy in the game. What I'm gonna throw out there is I bet you there's lore in those in those mini games. Hmm. Like, like you, what do you mean, you play like, it like, and like, if you've ever seen the um, the YouTube videos explaining uh, Five Nights at Freddy's, yeah. there's all these little mini games in there, yeah. and they kind of like have something to do with uh, the story in total. I bet you Bethesda does that you think so? with these mini games. I, I mean, it would be foolish not to. It's, it's such an easy thing to put in there. Hmm. Well, maybe Even they just, if the, maybe they just put it in there just for you to have fun, you know? 
no, no, that's not there's, what it's there's, about. There's nothing else behind it, Greg. You're, you're looking there's too not, far into it. You say that now, but <laughs> when it comes out, but but when it comes out on November 10th of this year, <laughs> you <laughs> will see. God, November is going to be such a horrible month, Why? man. I mean, great month, great month for gaming, you know, but like bad month just for like wallets, social life, and everything else, and wallets and work and things. It's like. Oh God! Everything's gonna come out in the fall. Yeah, that's the way it goes. You and gotta play it safe. I don't think I can. Like honestly, I I can't. You know, like I'm the, I'm gonna disappear. You're not gonna see me on the podcast ever again come November, just because I'm gonna be gaming. You know, or, or doing something that I should not be doing. That's not like productive. I digress. I mean, it's all it's all about how, how safe you play it. Wait, what my strategy is for you, Dave, and and listeners. Um, is you get the games that you must need at launch. Anything else? Wait for holiday. Hey, I want a Best Buy gift card. Hey, I want a GameStop gift card. <laughs> and then, or you look at what's coming up next year, and you put them all down on pre-orders, and before you know it, you have all your games paid off. Greg system. Pro tip yeah. number one. Okay, <laughs> wait. We yeah, have. Yeah, but, but that's the thing, though. Like, this is coming out right at the same time as Battlefront. Yep. You know, right around the same area. So it's like, well, maybe like a few weeks beforehand, but still it's like, fuck, that's like two big games coming out. And again, I've never played the other like Fallout games. So for me to be getting this excited for this series says a lot about what we just saw, you know, because like I've never played them any of it at all. And it's like, I need to play this game. If not, just to, bu- just to build a house in this fucked up world or make my guy run around and drag. Who knows? Like whatever I can do, I can do. Yeah, and, it, and it's it's your world for the taking, pretty much. Uh, before we wrap it up, too, we just want to throw out this really quickly. The the um, one of the last announcements they made was actually something I'm very excited about and waiting to download right now, and it's called Fallout Shelter. Uh, it's it's a free <laughs> iOS game, and I believe it's on Android as well. Yeah, I believe. Um, and it's it sounds like they're trying to reinvent the wheel on freemium games and where it's, you know, you, you play for free, but you pay to win kind of deal. It sounds like they're just trying to not do that. Uh, it's a really cool thing where you're the overseer of your own vault. You can number it, whatever you want, and you build it from there and keep the people happy and you repopulate the population essentially. And I think it looks awesome. It has the same art style as the um, fallout little cartoon character. It looks really cool, and I love that uh, <laughs> that Todd pointed out uh, the the game developer and, and director of uh, Bethesda Game Studios. He was saying how you know this is not one of those games where uh, there, there's a paywall, you know, and <laughs> so if you build something in this game, it's pretty much instant. So in this game, uh, it's it's kind of like The Sims. Um, I wouldn't say tower defense. Uh, you know, it's one of those things where you have a vault, you have people that that live in the vault, and the vault itself is a 3D environment, and the characters themselves are those cute little uh, pit boy 2D looking tunes. Mm-hmm. And uh, you get to pretty much uh, upgrade your vault, build different things. Uh, you can build exercise rooms for them to train and get better. Uh, each person has a different job, but you can even send them out into the waste so they can do uh, so they can get resources and things like that. So you can uh, assign people with uh, weapons and different armor and, and stuff like that. And and uh, mine finished downloading, so I'm going to play after the podcast. And um, yeah, it just looks really, really cool. And I've never wanted like to download an iOS game like I that. Know. Yeah, and I, can't, so, I can't wait to play it. Also, yeah, I can't. 
I can't find it on Android right now. It'll probably be up at some point. I wonder um, yeah, if they I just find had a Kim special Kardashian deal. Game. Well, I wonder if they had a special deal um, with the App Store just because like, they announced it and then it was up you know, like 20 minutes later. So I don't know if um, they had the same deal with Google or not. But it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, because when they gave the presentation, yeah. they said they had a, a good time working with uh, the good folks at Apple. So I was like, oh, okay, it's going to come out there first. They said it's also available for um, for the Android. Um, I, I wonder if, yeah, if they do have some kind of hold on that because it wasn't available directly after the conference. Like they said, it was available, you know, a couple, you know, probably yeah, like 20 minutes after. So I wonder if right, it's going to yeah. come to the Droid market a bit later. I don't know. It'll probably be, I mean, if, if I were to guess, it'd probably be up tomorrow. Um, when they were doing the presentation for the game, I immediately went on the app store and looked for it because I was like, "This is fucking coming out." Yeah, right? I was like, "This looks so cool," <laughs> and, and it wasn't on there yet. And I was like, "Oh, maybe I'm mistaken." And they're like, "Yeah, afterwards." And I was like, "All right, cool. I'm 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 down with that. I'm down for a little waiting." Um, it looks like, it looks like the perfect like iPad game. Oh yeah, yeah. It, it's it's gonna be awesome. It's gonna um for the first time i think really really utilize my six plus to the fullest extent that i can in terms of gaming whereas before <laughs> it's just been like larger plants versus zombies for me and larger uh, hearthstone <laughs> yeah pretty much but yeah this one it's like uh kind of like the sim city uh the sims where you can you know get your characters uh skilled up everybody has a different job and it's just so cool you get to take care of your vault people you are the vault overseer and it's so cool because like you, you never get to play that role in these Fallout games. You get to play the person who's inside of it. I'm building a brothel. I don't care what anyone says. <laughs> ba -da -ba -ba -da -ba. All right, everybody. That was the Back Hoodie Funky preview podcast. Make sure to tune in to us every Thursday night as we broadcast on twitch.tv slash badcodyfunky. We also post up our podcast on badcodyfunky.com slash podcast. Join us uh, each and every Thursday night and uh, check out the podcast on Friday as we talk about movies, TVs, comics, and everything that you actually care about. This has been David. Yo. Greg. What up? And I am Sergio. Thank you for joining us and we'll see you later or see you another time. 